Breakfast puppies? This podcast contains adult language and content and is meant for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Good evening. You are listening to the Glitter Boys. Thank you very much. Following on our last episode where we talked about the top end of the power spectrum and the first book, we're going to switch this perspective and look at the bottom of the barrel, the Vagabond OCC. Yeah, power creep works both ways. This is creeping <laughs> downwards. <laughs> yeah, and this time I've actually got the original and the ultimate edition laid out here in front of me because Ooh. the Vagabond is interesting of these classes and that it got the biggest boost across editions of the game. So Palladium games are known for allowing parties to consist of characters with a wide variety of skills, abilities, specializations, and professions. And it does not really attempt to enforce any kind of mechanical balance between those classes. You can have characters in a party who can deal a shitload of damage regularly, such as the Glitter Boy, in the same group as someone whose specialty is they know a lot of languages, and that's it. Yeah. And if a GM can run the game well enough, that's fine because it allows different characters to specialize at different things at different times. Me, I love that. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, I, I like having uh, disparate power levels, for lack of a better term, in a game. Because, and when when I can, I choose to play something that's a little more standard and not overpowered because you, you have to role play. You have to think. You have to get involved Otherwise, your your street pizza, <laughs> you are going to be destroyed if, if you play it passive. So I actually enjoy playing, like right now, I'm just playing a, a soldier, just a plain ordinary soldier, not even very specialized. And I stand toe-to-toe with things. And I think the difference between playing a dragon or a glitter boy or any of the the the, the very, very powerful OCCs or RCCs of, of Rifts and playing something like the Vagabond or a bog standard soldier is what makes the game fascinating, is, is what draws you in. Playing smart is how yeah. you take characters that don't necessarily seem like they would be ideal for uh, any kind of a mechanical situation, but then you make them work in that situation. There's infinite numbers of ways that you can take a character as shitty as a Vagabond I'm sorry, as shitty at a combat situation as you would expect a vagabond to be, but then make them useful. It all yeah. just requires a willingness to role play and to seize the moment when your turn comes. Anyway, let's talk about the vagabond a bit here. The vagabond in Ultimate Edition actually isn't all that bad. Like on, on the scale of adventurers, they get a decent amount of OCC skills. They don't really have any kind of a special thing other than uh, they have one special class ability called Eyeball of Fella, which lets them generally look you up and down and see what you're worth kind of thing. Yeah. And they get a few new bonuses, such as uh, some stat bonuses. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's neat. They get a decent amount of starting skills. They get uh, 
very few additional skills, it seems. Just a whole lot of single skills at later levels. And you know what? They start with some MDC armor and a weapon and uh, looks like a rusty junker of a car or motorcycle, maybe a horse. That's pretty much all they have going for them. That barter and begging. Let's take a look at the Vagabond in the original Rifts. The original Vagabond has three skills. Those skills are... level? No, sorry, four skills. They speak American and one other language. They can cook and they can pilot an automobile. And that's all they start with. They get eight other skills and then they get to six secondary skills. They get a decent amount of new skills at later levels. But that's it. That's it. They don't even start with MDC armor. They have a gun. They have the clothes on their back. Like a baseball cap, specifically a baseball cap. A couple of bandages, a toothbrush (laughs) and paste, uh, several pieces of candy. You know, an old rusty junker of a car or a motorcycle. That's it. probably live in or out of. The picture of the Vagabond is just this scruffy-looking nerf herder who's just, like, (laughs) looting somebody in a swamp. And he looks like he's just about to, like, open this corpse's face and just crap in it. Like, he is just the scrappiest (laughs) of dudes. Looks totally gross. And this, this, this book, this character changed drastically across editions. I must note that, personally, as a GM, I prefer the original. I wouldn't force the original, but I do like the idea of a player saying, you know what? I'm going to play the shitty guy and I'm going to make him awesome. Yeah. There's a lot of room for customization uh, through the the skill trees in Rifts. That said, I mean, Rifts is not forgiving in some ways, but very forgiving in others. If If you can think it, odds are you can probably figure out a way to get away with it using some relevant skill or just in, in conversations in game. So it's, it's not the detriment it seems to not be a dragon or a glitter boy, but to be something like a vagabond because riffs is a game that allows you to, to bring yourself to the table and, and your skills as well. Uh, if, if you can, if you can talk it, if you can reason it out, I'm sorry, someone's going to let you do it. Yeah. And it's so heavily, based upon just having a conversation in game of what you're doing and what you want to do and how you want to do it, that it's, you can forget about all the stuff on your character sheet. You know, you're primarily going to be driven in a game like this, by the concept that you have for the character, the lore that has been established about that character and their relationship with the rest of the party and that character's desire to succeed in whatever capacity it is that they're following. Like you're saying, Abel, Abel isn't super capable. He isn't super skilled. He isn't super strong. He's got, you know, a smattering of weapon proficiencies. He's got some things that he's good at. The reason that Abel gets so much experience points in our game is that Abel goes forth and does. Yeah. His whole thing is go forth and do. He does things. He's like, I'm going to do this. Oftentimes, me as a GM, I'm like, fuck, how is this going to work? <laughs> and I, I'm i not one of those say yes or roll the dice GMs. Sometimes you do have to say no. And as such, I try and find a way to accommodate action. There's no reason another character couldn't do this. Like, a vagabond could easily be like, you know what? 
I can punch a guy and I can drive a car. I'm going to go punch that guy and steal his car. And now we've we've got a ride. Cool. Let's go on an adventure. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's the other thing about, about riffs is that uh, the adventure can happen on, on many levels. It's not always you are fighting the coalition for the fate of the planet. It could be your village is fighting raiders straight up seven samurai. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of different levels of adventuring that you can do in riffs where the sight of a suit of actual power armor, or like, let's say a juicer would be something so far out of the ordinary that your characters would stare at it in awe because it's, it's, it's all about the levels. It's all about the levels of, of where you want your party to be at what what's going on around them you can be involved in the fate of the world or you can be involved in making sure that those bastards upstream stop dumping their sewage in your water yeah it's 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 very open like that yeah definitely i'm i was (laughs) man when i was starting this game one of the alternate ideas that i was having uh for no not start starting this game when i was going to spin off the second rifts game on alternating Sundays. Well, one of the ideas that I had initially had, but then was like, that's a little sillier than I really wanted to go with. So I, I scrapped it, but I might do it later was the concept of during the apocalypse, Martin, you know, Martin Brandon's character, mm-hmm. the, the, the GM from the past during the apocalypse, Martin was supposed to make run a game one night. But he, he never showed up because he got whisked off to the military. But his group showed up and they were at Martin's house or something waiting <laughs> for a game to run when they got stuck into another dimension. So the idea would be to have you know a group of four or five people who were just straight up game nerds from the late 20 21st century who got sucked into modern day of Rift's Earth. So and then <laughs> had to make do. dragons. <laughs> And then had to make do. It would be like the opposite of the D&D cartoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we all say we do very well, but Riff scares the crap out of me. <laughs> I don't think I do very well there. But imagine like characters like that, what kind of power level they would be on. Their goals would not be save the fucking planet. Their goals would be find some clothes. <laughs> yeah. We need to feed ourselves. Find a place to fit don't in. get killed. Maybe find a... Find a spouse and settle down and <laughs> in this weird, crazy world. Yeah. Get food. Is, yeah. Is <laughs> I think as, as we compare, go through these uh, different OCCs, I think it's, it's interesting the, the, the differences of power. And I just spoke on it, but the, the levels of the game are very interesting to me. I, I like that you can play it micro or macro. And one thing that we should be on the lookout as we do this, as like a note to self, is the publication date of the book. Yeah. Rifts, original, 1990. Rifts, Ultimate Edition, 2005. As we start to look at classes in this ongoing OCC Spotlight series that we do, we should take note of when the class was published. And that can give us an idea of what mentality of initial character front-loading was expected. The Vagabond is a fantastic example of this, of how it changed from 1990 to 2005. It got a significant boost in ability. And we'll look at some books from the 90s that 
for example, the Vagabond mentions uh, in the, the very back of its character description in the Ultimate Edition, it says related OCCs, and it says check out the Gambler, Saddle Tramp, and Saloon Bum slash Barmaid uh, in World Book 14, New West. Now, those are very interesting classes. They don't have the starting abilities of the Vagabond. One might say that the Vagabond in 2005 outclasses those. And right. I, that might not have been intentional. I wonder if a lot of, because I don't have my old copy of Rifts, uh, it, does the creep happen with most of the OCCs? Well, starting around 2005, the forward books, you'll notice a thing that happens, which is the character classes will have a little bit more additional stuff. Uh-huh. Like the Vagabond gets some some uh, stat bonuses. Um, the the Body Fixer, I'm just opening random pages, gets some OCC bonuses and whatnot. A lot of earlier character classes didn't have additional bonuses. Some of the some of them would appear here and there. The Ultimate Edition appears to be an attempt to kind of rebalance. Again, I keep using balance, but. And as much as I hate that word sometimes when it comes to Palladium, it's, it's appropriate to kind of rebalance the original book with the books that had come since. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's something that you just have to expect when you have a series that's running so long. Now, people in forums will complain about it and, you know, the great acrimony flying back and forth. But just remember, you haven't had to buy three to four sets of core books to keep playing the same game. So, I mean, it's a trade-off. You deal with it. Yeah. It'll be okay. <laughs> I say this, <laughs> yet looking back at the last year, how many books have I bought in order to play this game? <laughs> but you know, that's just me being an obsessive collector. <laughs> I, You know, I have the same problem. Yeah. Um, I'm actually looking into more bookshelves right now. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I've been looking at my bookshelves over the last few days because I, I, I ordered two more Christmas packages. And now I'm like, where oh, am yeah. I going? <laughs> <laughs> I have a problem. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. No, it's not a problem. It's riffs. <laughs> yeah. And now I have to figure out how I'm going to reorganize them. I, I see a shelf yeah. that can take those books, but I just got to figure out what to do with the stuff that's on that shelf. <laughs> just start throwing away reference materials and things you need for real life. It'll be okay. Yeah. Well, that was the vagabond. <laughs> that was a, an example of the lower end of the scale. Yeah. That can still just still be just as fun, in my opinion. I agree. And uh, if you if you've never played a, a character that doesn't really have a shtick, you know, like, uh, you know, a boom gun or, you know, can melt people with their mind, you should try it. It's it's honestly I, I prefer playing characters like that because you you are more alive. You're more on your feet. You're not just like, yeah, let the aliens run up and then I shoot them. You, you, you have to think you have to be clever or you're dead. Yeah. So I highly recommend it. If you've never done it, give it a try. And then let us know about it. Yes. In graphic, gory detail. Yes. Thanks for listening. All right. Thank you. You've been listening to the Glitter Boys, a Palladium Books fan podcast. Glitter Boys, Rifts, the Megaverse, and all other such topics are the property of Kevin Sambita and Palladium Books. Please buy all their stuff and help keep them in print and making more games. You can order directly at palladiumbooks.com, and their entire catalog is available digitally at DriveThruRPG as well. 
Our opening music is 8-Bit Bass and Lead by Furby Guy from freesound.org. This closing music is Caravana by Philip Gross, available at freemusicarchive.org. All sound effects used are self-made or acquired via Creative Commons Zero License. If you like what you have heard, find us on Twitter and Facebook as The Glitter Boys. That's B-O-I-S. And check us out online at breakfastpuppies.com slash glitterboys. And also join us on the Breakfast Puppies Network Discord at breakfastpuppies.com slash discord. And if you want to help us out, please spread the word and help us build a community. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time. 